International Poznań. Koniczyła Poznań, Piotr Schulz, International Poznań on MC Radio 102.7 FM. As always on International Poznań, we interview interesting people from all over the world. And today with me here in the studio, an awesome guest from Japan, Hiroshima, Mr. John Kubo. Hello, konnichiwa. Hello, konnichiwa. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Um, I'm really excited because we can talk about Japan and this is a country that I think Polish people know something about, but there are so many stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is um, so much food, so many um, uh, places to discuss. Yes. Uh, so that's why, you know, I think it's a, it's a very um, captivating show for, for a lot of our listeners because they hear Japan, you know, and, uh, and, and they're excited. And also Japan is on my list, mm-hmm. uh, my bucket list of places to, to go. But it's not so easy. So for now, we're going to visit Japan with you here from the... Uh, studio of uh, MC Radio. But first, let's start with a song, and I'm gonna start with Harry Styles. Do you know Harry Styles from One Direction? Oh, yes, of course. Yes, of course. Okay. So we're gonna start with um, uh, with a song, Watermelon Sugar, that I really like, and I think it will get us in the mood. And we'll come right back after the song, and uh, first we discuss uh, John's life here in Poland. It's like strawberries on a summer evening And it sounds just like a song I want more berries And that summer feeling It's so wonderful and warm Breathe me in Breathe me out I don't
International Poznań, Piotr Schultz, here with me, John Kubo. Uh, hello once again, konnichiwa. 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 So, um, uh, mate, so tell me a little bit about your um, uh, uh, reason for coming here to, to Poznań, Poland, from Japan. Sure, I actually just came uh, three months ago in February. Uh, the reason why is because, um, I have to be honest, I wanted to get out of my country. Okay. Um, unlike Poland, Japan still has a very strict regulations when it comes to COVID and uh, things like that. So I actually couldn't go to university very often. So even though I was a university student for two years, I've been to campus only like uh, 10 to 20 times, oh, no. which okay. was a bit depressing. So no student's life. Yeah? No, it's not very... Um, I'm not experiencing a normal student life. Okay. In Japan. So yeah. here in Poland is uh, slightly um, different, right? So well, you actually can yes, do yes. anything you like. It's much different. I think the life has become completely back to normal here. Yes, which is really that's what it looks like. And yes. hopefully it will stay like this forever. Yes, yes, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> because, you know, two years, it's, it's been a, it, it was a long time, right? Yes, so yes. To obey all those rules and masks and everything, you know, that wasn't that was easy for us either yeah? mm. in, in Poland. Okay, so you came here to, to, to Poznań and uh, you are a student at what university? I'm studying at uh, Adam Mickiewicz University. Biggest university in Poznań, a massive university and what, what is your degree? I'm actually studying political science and journalism which is a little bit different from what I studied back in Japan. Okay, so yes. in, in Morasco, right? In, in Morasco, the... yes. Okay, did you did you attend Wielkie Grillowanie? Yes, I actually went uh, <laughs> uh, on Wednesday and uh, yesterday. It was very nice. Okay, okay, so that, that was really nice. So many people, right? They had, there were massive like lines and queues, but yes. eventually people enjoyed and had a good time. Yes, that, there was so many people. It was it was like um, it was, I was at, like a concert or something. Yes, there were there, were there was many, many famous yes. Polish artists um, yes, yes. there uh, playing, and that, that's why you know uh, so many people gathered there to, yes, to yes. see them, but also you know to enjoy like the essence of students' life and, yes, and, and yeah. the, the campus at, at Morasco, right? Mm. Uh, was completely different. It was than... completely different from like every day in Morasco. Right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so um. So let's go back to the moment when you when you came uh, to Poland, the first couple of days. What was your first um, observation, first maybe difference um, that you noticed when you when you arrived here in Poland? Well, um, when I arrived in February, it was much colder, and um, I what I noticed at first was that. Um, everyone seemed to be back to the normal life because no one was wearing masks. There wasn't many restrictions, yeah. and it felt really nice because um, I could, you know, I could act. Okay. Like I was uh, back to the pre-COVID times. Okay, so that was, that was the first observation. Yeah. So how, how about Polish people? Um, do, do, what? So when people met you for the first time, I yes, guess, yes. you know. So we don't have that many Japanese people mm, here. So were, so were people like curious um, what you're doing here? So what was, what was their first reaction when they, when they met you? Well, um, everyone was surprised that I was Japanese <laughs> okay. because um, some of, most of them said that it was actually their first time seeing a Japanese uh, here. Here in Poland, yeah. Yes, yes. And I also know that they were quite surprised by your um, level of English. Yes, because uh, it's not very common for the Japanese to speak English. I mean, our country is like 98% ethnically Japanese. We don't really true. have the opportunity to speak English. So, and also the uh, you know a Japanese the, the Japanese language is so much different than yeah. most uh, European languages. I yes, assume so. Yes, so it's a bit harder for you to learn English mm -hmm. than for me, 
right? As as a Polish speaker. Because you guys share some of the uh, some of the words, some of the, the alphabet, basically. Yes, yeah. yeah. So 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 there there are many many things, and you know, I think maybe we grew up more in this um, American British kind of culture. Yeah, yes, I know yes. people go to Britain, um, Ireland, so English speaking countries. So that yeah. makes it. A little bit easier, a little bit easier as well. Uh, okay, John. Um, uh, it's um, now it's time for uh, a song to be played, and it's not gonna be a song in English. It's gonna be a song in Japanese. Okay, so it's. And we... Yeah. What song do you recommend? Ah, so um, the first song I'm going to recommend is um, "Riding" by Yellow Magic Orchestra. This is an instrumental song of like electronical pop. Electronic pop. Okay, yes. Let, let's do it. Let's do it. So no lyrics yet in Japanese, but later we're gonna play uh, some of the songs. But let's play that electronic song and let's enjoy this beautiful music coming from Japan. That's international Poznan.
It's International Poznań, and we're talking about Japan. And here with me, my expert, uh, John Kubo. And firstly, before we're gonna talk about Japan, I want to hear your reflections on Polish food. Ah, okay. So is your number one Polish food pierogi or not? It's pierogi, of course. Yes. Do you have a favorite filling of pierogi? So what should be inside it? I actually tried the sweet uh, pierogies and they turned out to be really good. Uh, with um, with uh, some cream, right? With cream and some uh, fruits. like. Uh, yes, yes. Imagine this. So now it's, it's getting warmer. So you can have um, pierogi with fresh fruit as oh, well. So this is nice. really good. And I remember also my mom would um, make some um, uh, pierogi with um, plums, for example. Oh. You guys like plums in Japan? Yes, of course, yeah. Of All right, okay. So maybe, maybe you can you, you can try it in the future. Uh, so pierogi. Um, what else? What else uh, have you tried so far? And the cutlet, the big uh, pork. <laughs> so pork. We love pork in Poland, yeah. right? You guys don't like pork as much as we do, yeah? Because I think in Poland, everywhere you go, it's something with pork. Okay. Sausages, ham. Or yeah, we love pork as well, but we also eat other types of meat. So it's yeah, just a lot of seafood, right? And seafood, also. of course. So I guess you miss a little bit of that seafood um, variety here in Poland. Yeah? That's, that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because in Poland, maybe we have some seafood, like, I don't know, pros, uh, shrimps, you mm -hmm. know, but generally it's frozen. And, you know, I think the quality is, is not, not as good, though. <laughs> mm, yeah, I didn't want to try. Uh, <laughs> didn't want to try. Okay. Um, so we've got that. And uh, so let's go to... To Japan. Let's go to Japan and let's start with um, with some places. So before we get down to my little list that mm -hmm. I uh, prepared, I want to um, talk about uh, your hometown, which is Hiroshima. Yes. And Hiroshima is quite a well-known um, uh, city yes. because of the um, uh, atomic bomb attack, obviously. But mm -hmm. there is more than that in, more. in this in the city. However, the, the legend, I believe, it's still uh, the um, that time is still vivid in the city in a way that, you know, there are monuments, there is a museum, right? So when we go to Hiroshima, we can actually, in a way, experience that. Yeah? Yes, yes. Um, Hiroshima is obviously known for the atomic bombings, but people have this kind of stereotype that, well, we can't live there anymore, or it's mm -hmm. still damaged and people, people don't, but it's actually a really developed city. So it's completely, it's completely rebuilt, right? It's completely so, rebuilt. Uh, it was, uh, re so it was said that people couldn't live there for the next 70 years or something, but that was not true. So, uh, so it's not like Chernobyl, yeah? It's not like that, no. Okay, yeah. perfect. So the city is it's quite modern, right? And it's there's. What can you what can you do there? Tell me tell me what I should um do in Hiroshima. So I guess some museums related, some monuments related to to the atomic bomb. Yes. Yes. But also, what else could we do? So Hiroshima has this island uh, quite close to the city called Miyajima, which is like a World Heritage Site, mm -hmm. and it has a shrine that is standing on the sea. Wow. So when the tide is uh, filled, you can see like a sh like a tori, which is like the shrine, standing on the water, and it's very immersive. And all right, yeah. okay, perfect. So um, uh, uh, so this is the beauty of Japan to me, right? There's so many islands, and uh, yeah. and so, so you can go to Hiroshima and take a boat, right, or take a ferry take to a boat, that, yes. to that island. Perfect. So by the way, what's the best time to to visit Japan? Because I've been told that the summer is not the best time because yes. it's too humid and too hot. You should definitely avoid the summer. Even the Japanese are very. Um, <laughs> we don't like the summer there. Okay. It's, it's the humidity that kills us. Um, maybe 
winter is nice because uh, you can experience like the snowy uh, part of Japan, like in the countryside, and it's very beautiful. So winter as well. I was because the most popular uh, thing time of the year when people go to Japan is the spring. Yes, yes. Where some cherry blossoms, kwitnąca wiśnia in Polish we say, right? Ah, yeah. But it's very difficult to predict when exactly it blossoms. Yes, because every year it's different. And exactly, because it's nature, right? Yeah. So you cannot really say, okay, it must be the first of May, for example. Mm-hmm. But it's around that time, I assume, right? So yes. late uh, April, the beginning of May, something like that, we mm-hmm. can... Yes, yes. But uh, the weather is very nice during that time, so it's a very nice time to visit as well. It's pleasant, I'm yes. sure. But then there are many tourists, I guess. So that's uh, yes, the... yes. Because that's also the holiday time in Japan. So ah, okay. Yeah. So not only not only foreigners, but also local yes, people yes. travel around Japan yes, to, yes, to visit that's, that's visit the places.
Okay, so I've got a little lens here for us to um, uh, to discuss. So uh, we mentioned Hiroshima, another place that uh, we had uh, mentioned in our discussion before uh, starting uh, recording the show was Kyoto which um, I think we can refer as to the food capital and the old capital of Japan. Yes, the old capital of Japan. Mm -hmm. And the city is designed in a very traditional way, so um, like uh, in a grid. So there's no high buildings. All the buildings are restricted to be under a certain height to preserve the historical um, architecture and the uh, scenery. Okay. Wow. Wow. So, uh, and I, I've I've been told also. I mentioned that j just a moment ago. Food capital, because I'm you know I'm a foodie. I really like yes. food. And so, what what can we try in Kyoto? But maybe only in Kyoto. But what what would you recommend if I if I go, let's say to to Japan and mm -hmm. I could try some some food? What would that be? You, for example, sushi. You can try pretty much everywhere in Japan. Yes. But Kyoto, because it's like a traditional capital, you can try like for example traditional Japanese sweets. Ooh, Maybe okay. that's something you could uh, do in Kyoto. So traditional sweets. So what do they what do they contain? Are they uh, weird in a way, like for us uh, Europeans? <laughs> I'm sure it's it's not. I don't think every sweet will be suitable for you guys to eat. Okay, but okay. Uh, some of them maybe you'll enjoy. And I think they are made in a way so that everyone can enjoy. So because I heard those, um, uh, I don't maybe it's a stereotype as well. But there's apparently so many flavors of Kit Kat in mm. Japan, and yes, some yes. of them are like wasabi uh, Kit Kat. So you guys like um, a different taste of sweets, I would say. Yes, yes. We like sweets, but we also like bitter sweets. So bitter sweets. Matcha is like a green tea, and uh -huh. there's also a Kit Kat of matcha, which is like green tea Kit Kat. Uh -huh. Okay, yes. okay. I'm, 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 I could give it a go. I could give it a go. Absolutely. Uh, how about ramen? Should I try? Uh, should I try ramen in, in Japan? Because yes. this is like your main food, I would say, like the food of the of the people, because it's cheap and yes. affordable. So ramen is like the Japanese fast food. You can find it everywhere but it's sometimes difficult to find a really good one okay so maybe if you know someone from local uh maybe they can recommend a really good place that's true that's true um uh, yeah ramen is something one of my favorites um because uh, it's um it's it's really like there's so much flavor in this um soup it's not because for us soup is maybe the first course but here in japan yes. ramen is like the full uh, full meal, basically. Yeah? Yes, yes. It's um. I used to after finished after uh, high school, we, me and my friends, we used to go to ramen shop together to eat. This was uh, like a tradition. Mm. Yes. And I heard that you know everywhere in Japan, ramen is priced pretty much at the same level. So it's about um, yes. ten US dollars, something no, like that. No, no, no. It's like five US dollars. Five US dollars. Yes. Wow. It's this very affordable. That's, that's it's very affordable. Yes. Taking into account that Japanese people in general earn much more than uh, Polish people. Yes, but I. I don't think uh, the purchasing power is of it is too different. Okay, um, because everything is more expensive. Right? Yes. So when it's more expensive, food, um, uh, utilities, and mm -hmm. everything else, yes, it's, it's, yes. it's much more expensive, of course. But when you guys travel to Poland or some European countries, you feel that it's it's a little bit more affordable. Yes, but not so much. Uh, when I go eat outside, it's not as. Uh, cheap as I would expect. Uh, yeah, because cheap. in some places in Japan it's actually cheap to go out. Yeah? Yes, yes. And, and uh, you guys don't cook that much at home, I guess, because there are so many options in the uh, in the city to eat out. Actually, we... I, I used to cook uh, for myself a lot. Ah, yeah. Okay. But it's... Uh, yes, also we go... Eat. It's a bit... It's not so different from here at uh, uh, Japan, actually. Okay, yeah. okay, perfect. So let's go back to uh, our list of uh, places. So Tokyo, obviously, is the place mm -hmm. to visit because the capital, and probably you land in Tokyo and then you visit yes. the rest of Japan, yeah? Mm -hmm. 
so Tokyo, what's the name of this um, the party districts in Tokyo that is quite famous? Shibuya? Um, Shibuya and Shinjuku. Shinjuku, These okay. are the two biggest uh, districts in Tokyo. There are more, but you can find anything there. And um, there are so many, so much to do. Like the nightlife is amazing. And this, you have to go there if you come to Japan. I would love to, I would love to experience the karaoke cultures because you guys ah, also yes. have uh, karaoke in a bit different way. So you have karaoke yes. rooms, yes, right? Yes, it's, it's private. So here private. we sing in front of people, which does take a little bit of courage. Yes, but in Japan, or uh, some substances. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, in Japan, we have like karaoke boxes. So you're very much private, uh, serious from the other people so you can sing with your friends or yeah. you can even sing alone well maybe maybe people are more courageous and sing um, songs that you know probably wouldn't show off uh, in front of other people that they don't know yeah, I so guess so, so. okay okay so that's and also uh, karaoke right is the word mm -hmm. that comes from derives from uh, the Japanese language um, Takayama mm -hmm. is that a place to visit it's definitely a place to visit but um, it's in the sort of um how to say, remote part of Japan. So maybe it's not the easiest to get to and there aren't many other t tourist uh, okay. destinations around it. So maybe it's... So maybe during our second trip. Yes. Um, Hakone? Hakone is actually quite close to, from Tokyo. I've actually never been there. So it's Mount Fuji there, right? So we yes. rec recognize Mount Fuji um, uh, from a lot of um, postcards from Japan, we yes, can yes, say. Yes, yeah? yes, So this is the famous uh, Mount Fuji and we can also experience... Uh, there is a lake there, right? I can, I can see it here and the... I can see traditional boats as well, so we can yes. we can we can uh, see this um, uh, see this view. Um, and then let's take a look at one more uh, one more place, Kanazawa. Mm -hmm. Kanazawa is actually uh, quite close to Takayama, mm -hmm. and it's in the uh, north western side of Japan, so it's close to Korea. Uh, Korea is like next to the Korean uh, Korea and border. Japanese border. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, perfect. So this is the place where we can go. And this is, uh, it says here, Kanazawa is one of the best cities of Japan, but few foreign tourists make it here. Yes, because it's quite uh, remote. And maybe it's very nice to go in the winter because there are hot oh, springs yeah. there. It's okay. Yeah. And then we can check out some traditional um, Japan, because mm -hmm. that's what's also beautiful about this country. And Nikko is another place I see there with, yes. with some uh, temples, traditional Japanese temples, right? Yes, Nikko is very close from Tokyo, so you can probably go in a day trip from Tokyo to Nikko and experience the nature and the old architecture. Perfect. Perfect. And then we have um, this amazing um, cemetery in, um, in Koyasan, ah. which looks really cool. Have you been there? I've never been there, but um, it's not very popular, actually. I know. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's like a... Off the beaten track a little yes, bit. Yes. Okay. Okay. But this is, this is also very traditional. And then yes. we have maybe one more, um, one more place. We have, I love this name, Nara. Do you know what Nara means in Polish? What's that? So if you say Naraja, a short version for Naraja, which is like bye, ah. it's Nara. Ah. So actually, if you want to say to someone, to a friend, bye, see ya, you say Nara. Ah, okay. <laughs> so when I saw this, I was like, okay, fair uh, enough. But Nara is in Japan. Yes, it's very close to Kyoto. This is also like a traditional part of uh, Japan. It has very, um, it's like a Buddhist um, center. So there are a lot of Buddhist uh, Buddhist uh, statues and sculptures. Okay, yes. so uh, yeah, I would love to. Yeah, Hall of the Great Buddha is there, absolutely. Yes. Uh, okay, um, uh, John, let's go for another uh, song. Mm -hmm. And... Let's have something from Japan. Maybe this time with lyrics. <laughs> okay, so this time I will suggest uh, Ride on Time by Tatsuro Yamashita. This is a city pop song that has very gained popularity in the recent uh, years. Okay, let's play that. Aoi, 
International Poznań, Piotr Schulz, here with me, John from Japan. What did we just play? We just played uh, Ride on Time by Tatsuro Yamashita, which is a very popular song that has gained popularity in the recent years because of this whole city pop uh, um, popularity vibe. vibe, yes. Okay, okay. I, li I, like, that. I like that too. Uh, and now it's time for something very, very important to me, Breaking Stereotypes. Yeah. I should have a special segment for that because with Japan we do have a lot of yes, stereotypes, and the first stereotype that I've, I've encountered also on the on the internet is that the Japanese are shy and quiet. Mm, that's actually quite true to an extent, but mm -hmm. I guess the biggest reason that other foreigners think the Japanese are quiet because they don't speak English. If they okay. speak English, they would be able to communicate more, so they don't they consider them as uh, as shy as they mm -hmm. expect. So maybe they don't want to embarrass themselves, Yes, right? that's right. I guess it's kind of true for the Polish people as yeah, well, yeah. because the people who don't speak English are not as talkative to us. That's they true. Can't, that's they can't true. speak English. That's true. But generally, if yes. Japanese towards each other, they're, they're, quite, they're, they're quite open, we could say, and definitely more talkative. More talkative, but we don't really have the culture of talking to strangers. For example, when we go to a uh, like a job or something, you guys talk to the uh, cashier, but we don't do that. In so you don't do small talk? We don't do small talks like that. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the Japanese love sushi mm -hmm. and fish. And sushi means actually raw fish, right? In yes, Japanese. it's like uh, the, the way that fish is cooked. Exactly. Uh, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to complain a little bit because we have a couple of places in Poznan that offer vegan sushi. And yeah. I'm not sure if this is the right name for, the, for those places. Because how can you have vegan sushi? Like sushi means fish, right? Um, no, sushi does not necessarily have to mean fish. So it does have to it mean. can be like uh, vegetables, like avocado or okay. something like so that. So that's preferable because, yes. I, you know, I, I, I like sushi with fish so much that I'm like, vegan sushi? No, that's yes. uh, sure. So you guys like it a lot, like right? Uh, seafood, definitely. Sushi, uh -huh. yes, everywhere. But there's a, a little bit different way of uh, serving sushi in Japan, right, than, than in Poland, I assume. Uh, yes, we don't. the stereotype is that we like sushi so we eat it every day but it's not like that okay there's a lot more to japanese food than just than just sushi and uh, those kind of fish so it's just part of our culture but it's not all of it okay fair yes. enough uh you guys love anime in japan true that's true but uh for example it's not that everyone watches anime okay and for example i don't watch anime i don't really know much and i have a get a feeling that more foreign foreign people are interested in anime now yes. than the Japanese people themselves. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's actually starting to decline in Japan, we can say. It's not declining necessarily. It's just the more foreign people are interested. Uh, in. yes. Okay. Which is good for the Japanese culture because it kind of represents the culture as well abroad. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. So next to the time here, um, we have here love kawaii stuff. Mm. What is kawaii first? Kawaii is like the Japanese word for cute or pretty. And uh, like I think this is also from like the anime culture. We, it is, yes. yes. So how, what do you know about kawaii? Uh, well, I think this is something that we get in the in, in the pictures, right? So yes. so we have those um, maybe cute Japanese girls um, yes. that are dressed as uh, schoolgirls. Ah, so yes, that's, yes. that's maybe something that will refer to kawaii. Am I, am I correct? That's one of the kawaii's that there is. But um, I think Japan is likes to like illustrate things in a very cute and pretty way. And okay. that's why it's... Animals, for example, animals, represented like, in a very yes, cute way. Yes, yeah. everything. Like the mascots and every character and things like that. Okay, okay, yes. fair enough. <laughs> Japanese are good at maps. Um, 
That's true. Well, you have pretty good education education system, right? So maybe that's one of the reasons I was I was thinking, yeah, because you guys study hard in Japan. That's maybe another stereotype. We study hard, but uh, good at math is <laughs> we're good at many things, but math is not, I don't know okay. if, if that's <laughs> so. Let's let's go to the next thing that you are actually good at. I think technology. Ah, yes, yes. So many Japanese brands are famous all over the world for the innovation, mm-hmm. right? And uh, for example, to me, Japanese toilets. Yeah, I actually kind of miss that. <laughs> <laughs> They're very intelligent, though. They have a very intelligent system to so recognize sensor a lot of things, yes, right? Yes. So, so, and and you actually you can find a lot of public toilets in Japan that you know. For uh, I have a lot of buttons, uh-huh. and you can uh, you can actually be confused at the beginning what to do. Yeah, then, me as a Japanese, I'm still confused on some of the functions. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. okay, so many technologies, but you guys definitely good. So, do you like all those innovations? So, there is something new in the market. You guys really like buy it and try to try to embrace it. Yes, uh, but the, the problem is that Japan is very ahead in technology, but not in implementation. So, for example, like our government system is not really uh, digitalized. Mm-hmm. So there's a big problem that Japan is one on one hand ahead of technology, but not really uh, utilizing it as a country, as a government. Okay, okay, okay. So not utilizing as a as a government. Um, another thing is I'm always working hard because when we f- mm-hmm. think of Japan, you know, we think of those. Um, I think it's called salary men, right? Ah, yes, yes. Uh, so those those uh, men mostly, but I guess now there are more um, females as well working, working very hard because this is changing in Japan, I assume, yes. as well as in Poland. And they would just stay in the office, for example, for over the night or something, or yes. you know, they would spend twelve hours. Is that still a thing in Japan? That that. Uh, um, over time and everything, you know, putting this extra volume. This is definitely a decreasing trend in the recent years, fortunately. Um, but the thing is, uh, in the from until now, the Japanese were most more evaluated not on the output but the amount of time they put into work. So effectiveness, effectiveness is more important now. Uh, I don't know. If so you is. try to le- work less but be more effective. Yes, would we, you say? We have, we have to be more uh, like efficient. Efficient, and efficiency is the efficiency. Okay. So people like the longer they stayed in the workplace, they, they, everyone uh, everyone else thought that they disguise hardworking, so he should be promoted or something. Yeah, okay. so, but this is not efficient, so we have to no. try, we're trying to change that. Uh, okay. Know. Okay, so you're more focused, you know, more probably on tasks rather than uh, on the amount of hours worked. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. Okay, okay. Um, the next stereotype is uh, always very organized. Mm, organized. Um, yes, I think the Japanese are very organized mm-hmm. and but we just makes life easier in general, uh, I would say. Yes, but I, I wouldn't know how I, I wouldn't think like Japanese are in particular, like Polish people are also organized. Yeah, put it think so, okay, okay. So it's just a stereotype, just a stereotype. Yes, <laughs> I love this. No. I love this name here. Uh, good with their hands, I uh, think it refers to origami. Yes, right? definitely. So we have a culture called origami, which we hold paper, we fold papers to make some uh, some some arts, and I think that this is why this is where the stereotype. But of do you guys be- learn it uh, at school, for example, in school? It's not like uh, lessons where we take to learn about this, okay. but. Here and there, there are times where we like make this kind of origami. So okay, yeah, okay, perfect. Um, another one is about kimono. Mm. So wearing kimono every day. Needless to say, I've got here. Everybody knows how to wear kimono. Do you, do, do, is is it something that you would wear 
at some uh, I don't know family gatherings. I would so say. kimono is not definitely not something we wear every day. It's for something like a tradition or celebration. So for example, I just turned twenty, and in Japan when we turn twenty, we have this thing called seijinshiki, which the the, the people who turn twenty will turn up in kimonos and celebrate okay. the day. So. It's like a celebration. It's for celebration and not something we do every day. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, John, before we get down to more uh, stereotypes, uh, last the last song from Japan. Uh, last song from Japan is um, "Cherry" by Spitz. Cherry by Spitz. Let's do it.
It's Japan. Today on International Poznań, me and John have been discussing stereotypes uh, regarding Japan. Uh, so we know definitely more than before. And now it's time for another stereotype. Uh, the Japanese uh, eat uh, food, Japanese food every day. Um, that's kind of true, because mm-hmm. even though we eat non-Japanese food, we arrange them in a Japanese way. Okay. So... If you put it that way, yes, we eat kind of Japanese-style food every day. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Next one is, <laughs> it's quite a stereotype, mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know. Can handle much alcohol? <laughs> After coming here, I actually believe this stereotype is true. Okay. And, but this is not necessarily to do with Japanese, but to do with Asians in general. Because okay. we are not, I don't think we are st- as strong when it comes to alcohol as, uh, for example, Polish people. Polish oh, yeah. people are very strong. Okay. So that's, this is kind of true. So not only about Japan, you would say, but also about most Asian nations. Yes, most Asian nations. Most yes. Asian nations. Okay. Oh, another one, very Japanese to me. Mm-hmm. Always polite. That politeness from Japan, it's one of those things that, okay, I think very polite people. That's very true, actually. Um, Japanese people are very disciplined. They follow the rules. They follow the manner, the culture. And uh, and it's very, I think, foreigners see it, they see it as very polite, and they actually are. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Another one, it's uh, very interesting. I found it somewhere on the internet. Can we speak Jap- uh, Chinese? So we don't, that language we speak is completely different. Okay, but so let's the, break that. Yes. The characters we use in Japanese is sometimes uh, similar with the Chinese characters. Okay. So when the Chinese is written, we can sometimes understand some of the words, but it is no, not not uh, similar at all. It's more Japanese is more similar to Korean, for example. Okay. Yes. So you can. So you guys, but you share a lot of similar. Could I say that that you share some similarities? similarities. A lot, maybe not a lot of, but there are some similarities there between some Korean similarities. food as well, culture. Yes, yes. And and Japanese food. Mm-hmm. The last three times that I wanna wanna break here cannot express their opinions. Um, this is. Mm. I guess it's connected to why how Japanese people are shy because they don't talk so much. They just don't express express, express their opinions. Uh huh. I think that's just it. Okay, so that uh, could be that could be that could be true. Yes. Uh, right, John. Um, we are um, uh, unfortunately we need to end our show. Okay. So we, it's been lovely um, uh, uh, talking to you and thank you very much for bringing um, so much information about about Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final question for you is: uh, What is your plan? regarding Poland, because you arrived not so long ago, in February. Mm-hmm. What's your plan now? So, I'm supposed to study for one year from uh, last uh, from February to the next year's February, and so far I very much enjoy and I very much uh, like this country and uh, the time I'm having, so maybe I might choose to study here longer. Okay. I, I'm not sure yet. Perfect. Yes. So, fingers crossed, I hope you will stay with us as long as uh, you want, as long as you can. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you very much once again. How do you, how do we say thank you in Japanese? Arigato. Arigato. And uh, we can say to our uh, listeners and viewers uh, on MC Radio, sayonara. Sayonara. Sayonara, which means goodbye. Thank you very much, John. Um, that was International Poznań on MC Radio. Check out our uh, Facebook fan page and also we are on Spotify. Thank you very much. Do widzenia. Cześć. Thank you very much. My pleasure.
Thank you.